the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Both sides pointing to a few victories in the debt ceiling deal reached between the president and the Speaker of the House. But some conservatives already expressing concerns that compromise does not cut future deficits enough. And a lot of Democrats, well, they're complaining about proposed changes to work requirements in programs such as food stamps. As the nation marks Memorial Day, military analyst, retired Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis says he's concerned about the recruiting efforts in today's armed forces. At the present time, the military forces are having a very tough time recruiting sufficient numbers of personnel to the ranks, and and that puts at jeopardy our, our future Three people have been shot and killed, five more wounded. That in an incident at an annual motorcycle rally in New Mexico. This is SRN News. They were sons and daughters, fathers and mothers, grandsons and granddaughters, friends and family. And they are all heroes. This weekend, we honor the men and women who have fought for our freedoms. It's with great appreciation that we say thank you. Have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Help defend AM radio by texting AM to 52886 to tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. AM radio has more than 80 million listeners each month, so help us defend AM radio. Text AM to 52886. Looking at your weather forecast, tonight's low around 60 degrees, partly cloudy skies for your evening and overnight hours. Memorial Day for your Monday, mostly sunny, high in the mid-80s. Another full hour of the closer edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network coming up. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer. Brad Carlson. AM 1280 Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take a phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow us along on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just to go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and uh, give us a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And again, we do have the live stream up and running on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. Again, Gary from War Road and our good friend Wild Wilson from down in Texas, both checking in, saying hello. Uh, hello, Gary. Wild, thank you as always for uh, checking us out, leaving a kind comment as well. And uh, we are going to take now a transition, talk some local stuff. Talk. I didn't mean to um, talk all presidential politics that uh, first hour, but uh, uh, Dan from Hopkins called in in segment three, which I welcome Dan's call. I mean, again, it was uh, had a little spirited discussion uh, back and forth, but I always appreciate uh, Dan calling in. But uh, the segment was extended a little longer uh, as a result, but no problem at all. We are going to take a transition to local politics. And welcome to the studio now. Uh, Jenna Dix, she, the secretary of the Republican Party of Minnesota, she was elected to that position this past December. We're going to talk about Jenna's foray 
Uh, into politics, kind of an unconventional path. Of course, does anybody really have a conventional path to politics? I guess uh, people who maybe grew up in the business. Uh, We'll talk about, again, Jenna's foray into politics as well as kind of her background, very intriguing background, also has a podcast, which we will uh, definitely promote as well, putting out a lot of great content there as well as on social media. So we welcome, again, to the studio the aforementioned Jenna Dix. Jenna, welcome to the broadcast. How are you? I'm great. I want to thank you so much for the invite today. I'm excited to, you know, pop on, share the message. And exactly, I mean, as we get a little bit more local, getting a little bit more educated as well. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah, we we certainly appreciate the time. I mean, you know, like say, we were talking a little off air. You have a young family, a lot to do during the summer. And this is like a picture perfect weekend in Minnesota. So the fact you're willing to come inside, (laughs) Jenna Dix, for uh, a couple of segments, we certainly appreciate it. So, Kind of teased it a little bit. You were elected. Did I have the month right? Was it December the Correct. elections took place? Yep. Elected as secretary of the Republican Party of Minnesota. Um, I guess, first of all, how did you get to the point where you were running for secretary? Were you drafted? Were you? Did you say, I need to get more involved? I mean, how did that journey begin, Jenna Dix? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I got involved in politics about three years ago at this time. Yeah, because we're coming up on the anniversary, I guess. Aha, uh-huh. what else happened three years ago? Yes. Yeah. The riots. <laughs> um, I do remember. It was in the papers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think it was in a lot of papers. I think so, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, as you said, I'm a mom. I have a young family. I have a, at the time, she was th- three, four months old. Mm. She's three and a half now. Okay. Crazy. Um, and then we had a 12-year-old at the time. She's now 15, almost 16. And as I'm watching all these riots happening, and I was already, my bandwidth was pretty stretched. It was COVID. I had a newborn. We were. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, at that point, I had a newborn. I'm trying to keep her safe. I didn't want her sick. Right. She didn't have an immune system. We kind of pushed our family away a little bit because we didn't want her sick. Right. So I was capped. And then the riots hit and I broke because I'm sitting on the couch. My 12-year-old's next to me. And love it or hate it, we let her watch everything. News was on all the time. She was very aware of what was going on. And we're sitting there watching the precinct burn. And she's crying. I have Mm -hmm. tears, of course. Mm -hmm. And she looks at me and she was like, what do we do? And I'm the person, like, I hate to admit this, but I'm kind of a (laughs) know-it-all sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I looked at her and for one of the first times, I'm like, I have no clue. No idea. You know, looked at her and I was like, we rely on God right now. That's all we can do, sweetheart. Time went forward a little bit. The riots obviously had their path that entire summer, but it just kept chewing away at me like, okay, I I need to be able to do something. I can't look at my daughter and say, I don't know as an answer anymore. So dove in with politics by reaching out to a local representative. Um, He was uh, from St. Paul Park at the time, Keith Frankie. Oh, sure. GOP Mm -hmm. side. Yeah. Um, Because I grew up in St. Paul Park. So I reached out to Keith and I said, how do I get involved? What do I do? I know the GOP is the side I want to be focused on because you are the side of God. You are the side of family. I saw that even not being super involved at that point. Sure. And he called me. We wound up spending like an hour on the phone and he gave me all the ins and outs. Completely overwhelmed me, but I'm also like an avid note taker. So I had pages of notes, got on Google and I'm like Googling, okay, BPOU. What is that? Mm -hmm. Okay. What do I do? Figured out all the steps and I dove in hard. So that fall but a few months after the riots, started attending my BPOU. Within just a couple months, I was, um, well, that first meeting, my first BPOU, I got lucky and I met Kelly Johnner Byrne. She's in my BPOU. Kelly Johnner Byrne was going for the endorsement for Secretary of State right. at that moment. Mm-hmm. She pulled me under her wing. The next day, I'm going and volunteering with her. Wow. So Nothing like jumping in with two feet, it, Jenna. It, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then within a couple months, I was working for Ryan Wilson. He was going for the endorsement for the auditor. Right. I worked for Ryan's campaign all the way through the election. And then when the election wrapped, I thought to myself, okay, this is just going to be a time where I need to shift gears, focus back on my own business because I do own a health coaching company. And within, I want to say it was like six days, I get a couple phone calls that, you know, I think you should look at the state party a little bit. I think there's some space there calling your name. Prayed on it, and within 24 hours, after a few conversations with some educated people in my world, I was like, I got to try. And I did. Launched my campaign. It was 13 days long. Called all the delegates um, within a five-day span, and it it happened. 
I, I mean, I went up there. I gave my speech. I wasn't quite sure how things were going to go. I left it on the table saying, you know, God's going to make this path happen however it's supposed to. Right, right. And I, um, the first ballot, I took the role of secretary. I, I had two other candidates that I was running against that are great people. I still work with Alec Beck on the exec board now. Um, it's nice because we get to still collab and take ideas together, but both be there. So, um, I was sworn in in January, so it's been a whirlwind ever since. So now we, we uh, people understand they or they hear about the party hierarchy. You know, the chair, deputy Correct. chair, treasurer. Uh, you know, people maybe have a general sense of what those roles are. Yeah. What specifically is the role of a secretary in a state party, Jenna Dix? So, per the qualifications or per the job requirements on the paper, it's you take the minutes. Okay. At the meeting, at the Simple state exec enough. meetings, mm-hmm. and then at all the conventions and things of that sort. Um, but there's wiggle room for are there other passion projects you want to get involved in? Okay, interesting. So I was like, yeah, I definitely want to. I chatted with the previous secretary, David Pasco, got some ideas from him. And then once I got in, I sat down with Chairman Han and was like, okay, these are my ideas. What do you see? So it's been um, very actively making sure that we're trying to work together as much as we can as a board as well. So uh, from your perspective, you know, you talk about, I mean, obviously the these elections happen after the uh, 2022 midterms where there was a, there was a, there was a significant uh, amount of optimism. Um, I, I, I wasn't, I was optimistic about two of the statewide races, auditor and attorney general, uh, you know, was, was ripe for surprise with the governor's race and any other races. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, none of those panned down. I said, well, you know, at least we'll, at the very minimum, we'll take over the legislature. That didn't happen either. <laughs> No. So in kind of a post-mortem, Jenna Dix, you looking back, you personally, yeah. w- uh, was there anything you saw um, that said, boy, that was a blown opportunity. We need not to let that slide by. I mean, is there any kind of armchair quarterbacking that you did in the aftermath? We did plenty of it on this show. <laughs> uh, anything that you'd like to share that you might have seen? I think the biggest thing was, um, I think we've all admitted it now, the whole role Roe v. Wade thing, we did not understand the severity of that. We didn't understand that the younger voters really grabbed hold to that as much as they did. Mm-hmm. I think we should have talked about that a little bit more, got women on the forefront a little bit more, because they're quick to always say, we don't want government, especially we don't want men dictating what we do with our bodies. Mm-hmm. Let's get women on the forefront then talking about it. Women of faith, women who are pro-life. Well, that's largely the pro-life movement is women, too, comprised of women, I dare say. A hundred percent. No. But when you see a lot of men candidates out there Mm -hmm. and the leftists, I mean, they're very loud. They're louder than we are. Right. And they were angry and they are very vile about their anger. So they were louder. It didn't even matter if there was sensible things coming from the males on the right side. Right. They shot him down quick. Yeah. And I, I think that that's an excellent point. And that's the thing that I that I talked about a lot in this show is like, um, you know, the, the, it was already a constitutionally protected right it in the state. And I think it wasn't explained well because a lot of people Correct. thought Roe v. Wade, oh, that means uh, abortion is overturned. No, it means it, it kicked it back to the states. The states right. got to determine their own. And here in this state, it was already legal. And then you had the DFL and the DFL super PACs all coming out and mm-hmm. saying, Scott Jensen's elected. He's going to overturn abortion, which Got was it. not possible. Correct. So what would have so in your mind, what would have been the best way to, to combat that message? I, the way I looked at it is I think Republicans had an obligation to say that, number one, that's not true. But right. they all were they maybe afraid to alienate their pro-life voters by not coming out and taking a more solid stance? I, I mean, how do they how could they have balanced that better, in your opinion? It truly is a difficult juggle situation. Yeah. I see the difficult pieces with that. I think, number one, we needed to do a better job of educating the public on Dovi Gomez. They didn't understand 100%, that. Yeah, 100%. And I know we did have, you know, the messaging from the party was coming down related to that a lot. A lot of candidates were trying, but it wasn't all of them on the same page. And I get our candidates are going to have their own ideas as they should. But maybe getting them all in a room or something, and I understand, like, this is being a little Pollyanna at the moment. But they need to understand the why. Hmm. Minnesota is not understanding Dovi Gomez. They are terrified you are going to get in there and strip this right away from them. And that's not possible. Right. And, and yeah, it doesn't help, too, that you kind of had uh, the media was a willing accomplice because, you know, oh, I mean, goodness, I, I mean, when the when the facts did come out, it's like, look, the only way this 
gets overturned is if there is a court case brought before the Minnesota right. Supreme Court where they would overturn it, but the makeup of the court, that wouldn't happen. And then you had, I think it was Channel 9 came out, well, fact check says, well, technically that's true, but, <laughs> yes. you, you know, it's... So, yeah, it, it certainly wasn't helpful there. We understand that there's media bias. We get that, that yeah. you know, there's no sense in complaining about it. It's something that has to be overcome. The DFL is a – here's a, here's what I look at. What tempers my pessimism – and, again, I know a lot of people are down in the dumps. There are people that are moving out of state. I've got personal yeah. friends of mine who have moved out of state. Yeah. And what tempers my pessimism is, look, despite the money machine that was behind the DFL, right. despite the messaging and the willing accomplice – accomplices in the media the house dynamic didn't change it's still it was mm-hmm. 70 to 64 before it's mm-hmm. 70 to 64 now mm-hmm. and republicans had 34 members before they went down to 33 but it was mm-hmm. enough to swing the majority exactly so i don't i'm not ready to say it's a lost cause now if they don't mm-hmm. win them if they don't get the majority in the house in 2022 and you have the dfl with two more unfettered years of control correct then it gets a little dicey, but we can definitely talk about that when we come back this next segment. Again, we are joined in studio by Jenna Dix, the secretary of the Republican Party of Minnesota. And if you have a question or comment, feel free. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. That's hashtag NARN show. Or feel free to check us out on our Facebook page where we have a live stream up and running. Brad Carlson, The Closer, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. From Zambroda to Zambia and Detroit Lakes to some lake in Detroit, we're where you are. Find Intelligent Talk anytime by streaming AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I appeal to you to fight i fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature but everyone can help fighters what's wrong is not to do either if the troops have no supplies the troops are worthless this station is a fighter so there's a very simple way for you to help this station and that is just patronize their sponsors help us continue to keep the twin cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station be advised, Master Pool and Spa is holding a special Memorial Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Be advised, Master Pool and Spa is holding a special Memorial Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Be advised, Master Pool and Spa is holding a special Memorial Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Our factories have demanded we sell 100 hot tubs and swim spas this week. Huge incentives and rebates only this week. We will even remove your old spa for free. Hot tubs starting at $2,999. Free delivery. Free removal of your old spa. 394 in Louisiana St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Master Pool and Spa. Sale ends this Sunday. 952-253-0665. 952-253-0665. 952-253-0665. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70 percent of the more than half a million people who have tried relief factor end up ordering more that's because it works for them the way it works for me isn't it time for you to get out of pain your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95 go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer that's relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief feel the difference You wouldn't run your washer for just a pair of socks, but your old water softener is doing just that when it regenerates. A smarter wet technology water softener from Commerce Water will save you salt and energy. Get $400 for your old salt hog from Commerce Water. Go to Commerce.com.
Hey, welcome back. I'm 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. Here to take your phone calls. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And you can also check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Just do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook and give us a like or a follow if you haven't done so already and follow uh, along on the live stream where we have a comment section readily available. Again, joined in studio by Jenna Dix. She, the uh, secretary for the Republican Party of Minnesota. Kind of, you know, we've been doing a lot of postmortems, it seems like, uh, since uh, Election Day on this show between Mitch and myself and Jack Tomzak. And uh, and now we've kind of been transitioning a little bit more of the way forward because it, it doesn't seem like there's any uh, rest for the weary when it comes uh, to campaigns. And we know the DFL never rests. I mean, they were already planning for uh, uh, 2022, uh, 2024 once 2022 pretty much ended, or at least they waited until legislators were sworn in. Then they really got going. So. Uh, Jenna Dix, a way forward, you know, we were kind of talking a little bit about this off air, and and I mentioned it on this broadcast before as well, uh, the red wave that wasn't in 2022. I mean, yeah, the Republicans did take over the House. They did get the majority in the House, thank goodness. At least there was one leg of the stool in Washington they were able to take over, but it certainly was not a 30 to 40 seat flip. It was more like, I think, 9, 10 seats, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that we've talked about in this show is how... Republicans did well, ironically enough, in bluest of blue states like California Mm -hmm. and New York, where they gained uh, U.S. House seats. And the reason, quite simply, was they have some of the most radical abortion laws in the country. No restrictions. I think Minnesota maybe even surpassed them by now. Who's to say? But the point is they already had those in place, California, New York. The point is, is that women were not worried, to put it quite frankly, weren't worried about their uteruses. They were worried about other salient issues like the economy, like public safety, and Mm -hmm. Republicans made a lot of hay there. So my point is, like it or not, we are where we are. We have one of the more radical abortion laws in the country, in the state of Minnesota. So with that off the table, Jenna Dix, um, there seems to be a way forward to get back the House majority in 2024. You only need to flip four seats to get an outright majority, three seats to be uh, Mm -hmm. dead even, which... You know, would certainly we take that this session, right? But right. Uh, uh, so there is a way forward. Uh, how does that? What does that messaging look like? I guess. So I agree with the abortion issue off the table. Women just their ears are a little bit more open. They're not so hyper focused on the government is telling me what to do with my uterus and what I can and cannot do with having a family. Mm. And right now, then. We have the ability to tap into all these other areas that, quite frankly, the DFL slaughtered with this last session. They went in there. It was a complete whirlwind from day one. And they changed this state so fast. And my perspective, not for the better. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these issues are going to impact every Minnesotan, period. Women especially. And if you have children, your eyes better be open. Because the world is about to shift on its head. Well, I was going to say, now, I, I remember, you know, obviously the trans issue, big issue in, in politics today. Yes. Uh, the, you know, and, you know, I'm all for everybody being treated with dignity. You know, we're Agreed. all made, we're all, I mean, you being a person of faith, Jenna, certainly can appreciate the fact that we're all made, we're all God's children made in, in his image. And, and how we, re, you know, reaching them at that level is a different level that doesn't, that a Political prescription can't fix. That being said, I don't recall, and maybe I missed it, I don't recall the DFL talking about, hey, if you vote for us, uh, you kids down in (laughs) Iowa, you can come up here and we can shelter you from your parents to receive gender-affirming care. I don't recall that in a lot of political ads, Jenna Dix. No, not at all. And that was one thing. I actually did a video yesterday directed for moms, and I was like, parenting rights? I mean, right now it's kind of a scary thought. Like, do we really even have them? In some cases, if our kids say one thing and we don't agree with them, the state can come in now essentially and be like, oh, we're taking your kid away from you because this 13-year-old, they decided that they were born in the wrong body and we're going to completely mess things up for them, give them some hormones, give them some surgery. And you as mom or dad, those rights are gone. 
Now, you being a mom, I'm sure you could you probably understand having a you know couple having two daughters. Yep. You do you do almost anything you could for them, move heaven Absolutely. and earth to help them to to fulfill their dreams. But when the lieutenant governor of this state says, oh. "Hey, when your children, when our children tell us they want something." We should believe them wholeheartedly, full stop. I'm kind of paraphrasing there. I mean, right, right. I mean, again, you love your children, but even yeah. as a mom, you have to think, that's insane. Not only is that insane, kids say really <laughs> dumb things. I I, I, uh, I grew up in the Star Wars era. I wanted to go off and fight the, and fight on behalf of the Rebel Alliance. Right. I wasn't believed, Jenna Dix. Where was yeah. my Peggy Flanagan-like it, advocate back then? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, my daughter, I mean, in a world of furries nowadays, you know, people would be like, wait, your daughter said she's a cat? Oh, my three-year-old God. last week told me she's a cat. Yeah. And I said, okay, put your little ears on, you go around and meow. But just so you know, it ends there. Yeah, like, right, we're right. not going down that road, sweetheart. But some of these people right now, I mean, there's a spoof book out there, Johnny the Walrus, you know? Yeah, I've heard of it. Matt, Wal- Is that the Matt Walsh Matt book? Matt Walsh, yeah, yeah. yes. No, you do not believe everything your child says because they do not have the brain capacity with a lot of the decisions they're making. They're not ready. Yeah, and, and just just kind of the just kind of the disconnect. I mean, I, I talked about this uh, in the aftermath, you know, when a lot of this legislation was yeah. coming down. I think, it was, I think it was the state of Maryland where they were talking about legislation for uh, lighter sentences for mm. violent felons up to age 25 because their brains aren't fully Correct. developed. And it's like, but a nine-year-old can make a critical decision about completely changing exactly. their gender? I mean, I, I don't understand how, hypocrisy. How, how people reconcile this. I don't understand And it if either. you can't defeat this, then, I, you know, okay, that that that's again that's what gives me pause for any pessimism it's like okay this should be pretty easy right. to defeat and if we can't okay then it may, may, may be time to panic you know yes exactly i mean that's what i said yesterday when i was talking to moms our, our kids can't sign up for the military till 18 they can't buy cigarettes till 18 they can't drink till 21 but oh you decide you want to swap genders totally cool yeah I, so i mean i guess uh now that the the law is what it is um and, and again, I'm the furthest thing from a, a legal beagle. I don't know if there's any legal recourse in this. I mean, being talked about if your if your daughter wants to run off and do something without your permission, and a state can say, "Well, we're going to give them amnesty in here and not return them." I mean, I don't know in in what sane world that's legal. If that, there's any, there has to be some sort of legal recourse. There has to be, and I'm not a legal buff myself either. I thought about being an attorney at like 11 and changed my mind real fast, um, but. Exactly. How can you do that? How can you completely strip a parent's rights by a decision made by an 11 year old when there's really no actual physical safety issue? Right, right. And then, I mean, you're seeing it already with a lot of the legislation pieces, constitutional attorneys saying these things are not legal. I mean, look at the PSEO thing. We'll we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the lawyers are starting to say things. Families are starting to actually get engaged on the legal side of things because they're saying, wait a minute, you're making decisions that are going to impact us and you had no right. Now, I, you know, this is something that I've talked about with others, too. I mean, and, and you kind of maybe being in this line of business, a, a wellness coach, or may, mm-hmm. I don't know if you talk about this specifically, but, mm-hmm. you know, when kids, you know, this, this is a story as old as time, kids being insecure in their own bodies. Yes. And instead of indulging in it, you try to help them through. You try to help them navigate. Exactly. I mean, you have a you have a young daughter, preteen yes. daughter. I'm sure you probably deal with the stuff yourself. So, I I I don't know. But when did this suddenly change to where okay, we're going to indulge every little fear they have instead of helping navigate these waters? So when 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 did this transition? I don't understand. I I honestly I couldn't pinpoint a date for you, but I also do realize. The schools have had a big piece of that. Oh, sure. I remember I was an interpreter in the schools. My early 20s, I was a sign language interpreter. And I remember as they're preaching the I feel statements to these kids. And yes, I want children to be able to state their feelings. Sure. But when that's the only thing that matters, and now we have these generations of kids that my feelings are more important than absolutely everything out there. A parent doesn't have a leg to stand on the aspect of, well, you know, the feeling you're having, valid, but let's talk some sense about it. Let's talk a little bit deeper. You're supposed to just stop and validate, and that's it. That's what essentially parents are feeling like we're supposed to be doing now, and that's not right. Yeah, and I get it. You know, I mean, the generations, it's it's different. I mean, maybe it's the generation of, uh, you know, uh, parents right now that, 
perhaps they didn't like how their parents maybe were a little more, for lack of a better word, heavy-handed, yeah, Yeah. and therefore they're going to vow not to be that way. And, you know, to a certain extent, that's fine, but it it, it, it can be counterproductive if we we maybe cast off all restraint. But uh, we're running up against a break here, but we'll definitely come back with more of this discussion. And, uh, again, we'll be available to take your phone calls. In studio, talking with uh, Jenna Dix, the Secretary of the Republican Party of Minnesota. Again, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And don't forget, we do have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to check us out there and uh, leave a comment or question in our comment thread. Again, Brad Carlson, the Closer, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the people. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly, there were no hidden costs in their quotes, and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only do they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely. We're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. In just 10 minutes, I can zip through 10 stories that matter, 10 stories that help me start my day and help shape where I go with The Mike Gallagher Show. You and I know the mainstream media is filling the airwaves with a left-wing take on the news of the day. This is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't verify. You won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. It's critical to find a news source that tells the truth. Well, that's Daybreak Insider. Daybreak Insider is that source. I get it in my mailbox every day. It helps shape the stories I bring to you. It's a look at today's most compelling stories, how they are covered by the media, and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Again, here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And don't forget our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Uh, thoroughly enjoying our visit from Minnesota Republican Party uh, Secretary Jenna Dix again. Uh, by the way, Jenna, I've been remiss. You have a website where people can uh, find out more about you and your podcast. We'll maybe talk about that in a little bit. But before I forget, give folks your website. 
JennaDix.com. Okay. Very simple. All right. <laughs> Jenna, that's D-I-C-K-S, JennaDix.com. I've also yes. linked to it at my blog, bradcarlson.org, awesome. and the post promoting today's show, so you can uh, check it out there where it's your one-stop shop for all about Jenna, including her, uh, her podcast. Now, was this part of your uh, process in the aftermath of the riots? It's like, I have so much to say, i got to get it out there. Uh, was, or did that, did that start before that? So that actually just started this year. I oh, launched just this it year. in January. Okay. Yeah, so um, launched it in January. Whole point was, so as I said, my background, I'm a health coach. Mm-hmm. And biggest thing I like to make sure I do in life, my mission, is if I am even a quarter of a step ahead of someone, I want to be able to reach back, put out my hand, and help them. Podcast title is Ramblings of an Addict. My past, so I am a recovered alcoholic. Okay. So that was definitely one of the biggest pieces I talk about in there, especially in the beginning of the podcast. But just in general, when people are struggling, whether it's addiction or just struggles in life and having that health coaching background, I want to be able to help people, especially moms, in a world where it's a whirlwind every day, no matter even if your legislative session wasn't as crazy as ours, it's still a whirlwind, right? Sure, sure. I want to be able to reach out and help people and support them and give them advice and make it relatable. No, you're not crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, life is hard. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. What things can we actually do to succeed even just one more percent than we did yesterday? Yeah. Well, kudos to you, first of all, Jenna, being so Thank transparent and talking about that. And I've had uh, loved ones who have gone through, you know, addictions, whether you know, mm-hmm. whether through alcohol or prescription medication or whatever. Yeah. Sadly, some of them didn't make it. Um so I always am heartened by those who share stories of, uh, you know, it's always a journey. You never yeah. arrive. You could certainly testify to that. But absolutely for you personally, um, if you don't mind me asking, what was kind of your um, defining moment where you say, OK, enough is enough. I got to get my life turned around. I got to get help. I got to eschew this. There's so much at stake. Uh, what was kind of your defining moment, I guess? So it was it's going to be five years, December 1st of this year. And that last day of November, I essentially wound up hurting the two men that I love the most, Mm. my dad and my now husband. Um, He was my boyfriend at the time and literally physically hurt them. Oh, my gosh. Because I drank so much and I just was not there. Um, I praise God that instead of just continuing on that path, he opened my eyes, he opened my heart, and I was able to make that transition. Um, Dove into, I didn't go to treatment. Treatment wasn't my thing, but I did start with alcohol counseling, one-on-one counseling with the... um, I can't remember what her certification is, but she, um, that's her whole focus, helping people who abuse substances. And we dove in and we really got into the hard stuff and set up the strategies that I needed. And I praise God every day that we're at the point we are at now. Now, obviously we hear of, uh, of our loved ones. We have friends that, that go through these issues and, um, do people try interventions anymore? Did anyone try that with you? So I, not like per se interventions where people sat down in a circle, anything of that sort. But they were I, aware there was an issue. Oh, yeah. yeah. I definitely, I mean, multiple loved ones, you know, Jenna, you know, yeah, you're you're fun. You like to party. Um, <laughs> they all had their rounds with me as well that weren't so fun. But, I mean, they would tell me, like, you know, we're a little concerned. Mm-hmm. And I'd blow it off. And I even knew, like, there were points, honestly, Brad, that I would stop drinking for a little bit to prove to myself, oh, I can do this. I'm not stuck on this mm. stuff. I'm fine. I right. mean, when I... As Like I said, I'm a health coach. In my background, I used to compete. So I went one whole year, no booze one time. I mean, that's, wow. you know, I proved to myself I can do it. I'm fine. But then you add that back in to somebody who has an addictive personality, here comes the mess yet again. So I finally just had to admit, no, it's not just a temporary thing. I cannot have these things. This is a way the devil gets in and changes who I am. Now, I... I, I... Certainly not making light of this at all. I mean, we've yeah. been talking a lot about this legislative session and everything that came down. Yeah. Does that test the sobriety? I mean, things like that. I mean, th- I mean that that was a lot to take on. And, and again, people who are engaged in this stuff, I mean, that could really have an adverse effect on your mental health because people legitimately are thinking, my God, is this the end of Minnesota? As mm-hmm. we know, does stuff like that uh, kind of test your sobriety at all? That's a great question, um, and I do think that it definitely could with certain people. For me, it hasn't. I do. I think, honestly, it's been my faith that has helped me. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I've always been a Christian. I was born Catholic, but in these last few years, especially since going sober, um, my faith has grown to levels that I didn't even know was possible. Without that peace and without a very supportive husband who's incredibly forgiving and giving grace, um, I don't think that... It, 
alcohol is the thing that I would have turned to. Um, in addition to that now, I mean, I already had my older daughter, but, and for the most part when she was there, cause she's my uh, stepdaughter, I wouldn't drink mm-hmm. maybe a little bit here and there, but it was when she was gone. But now I have a daughter that's mine who doesn't split houses. She's there 24 seven. I don't want to show her that example. Sure. Sure. No, that makes perfect sense. And again, you know, uh, some people when, you know, like you talked about, there were maybe friends who broached this subject with you and yeah. you, like you said, you blew them off. I mean, you're ready when you're ready and, exactly. and not a minute before and thankfully percent. not a moment to, uh, it wasn't too late either. So yes, that, that, is, that is also a very good thing. So, uh, you know, one of the things that you, you talk about, you, know, you talk about your kids, what was your, um, what was your daughter going through during the, the pandemic here? The reason I ask is because again, we yeah. were talking a little bit off air. Um, one of the, mm-hmm. uh, silver linings, if, the, if you could call it a silver lining to come yes. out of the pandemic is parents got a firsthand look. Mm-hmm. what their kids were being taught in school. And again, yeah. the school choice movement was already getting big momentum, but now more than ever, it's gaining a lot of momentum to the point where there are states that have adopted school choice laws. Correct. Uh, so from that standpoint, uh, did that hit you also seeing what your daughter was going through in her, I guess your stepdaughter and her education? Yeah. And uh, uh, did that have that kind of impact in your, your life as well? I was like, my gosh, I had no idea what was going on in, the, in these schools. <laughs> So that piece of it didn't impact me because we were pretty aware of what was going on. We already weren't loving it, especially as we were coming more into our faith. We're coming more to this realization of we're, we're Republicans. Um, but it was more watching her mental health struggle. Mm, sure. Mm-hmm. And thinking this kid needs people. She needs a teacher in person. This is breaking her and watching those different policies that our governor governor was making you know and saying that oh kids can't go to school anymore but they can go to target kids are, kids are resilient right didn't did, did, didn't you get tired of hearing that phrase yes. I, I, mean, I don't have kids and that just grinded my teeth it's a like a thousand percent because they are resilient to a point yeah. but that still impacts her right we talking off air about how she wants to do pseo and how with some of that new legislation with the christian schools that they, they cannot do a faith statement anymore mm-hmm. well the christian schools then they're kind of workaround is that no face statements for kids that go online, but they can't do PSEO on campus because they would require a faith statement. Okay. She's terrified to go back online. Yeah, right. And it's like, I looked at her, I said, sweetheart, this is the devil trying to hold you back. You just jump in. We Amen. will work on this hard. But I feel that with her because online school for her was so hard. She struggled so much. I flat out told it, like, my mental health is not doing good. And not many 14-year-old kids are going to tell them on that. Right, right. Yeah, my my wife is a middle school teacher, and so she's okay. seeing firsthand the after effects. I mean, she taught seventh grade this year. So you think about it, these kids, not since they were, like, third or fourth grade did they have a normal entire yeah. school year. And now they're in seventh grade, and it's like you can't expect kids that age to really have a lot of emotional maturity. But it was even no. further stunted by what they endured. So yeah. And, and, uh, I, I'm afraid that we haven't seen the worst of it yet. We hope and pray that, you know, they get yes. the guidance and then, and the school choice movement really takes hold, Agree. but that's something to certainly to, uh, to look to. And we do actually have a phone call that we want to get to on line one. Uh, Kathy from Minnetonka is calling in. Hey, Kathy, you are on the Northern Alliance radio network. Go ahead. Hey. Yeah. I'm one of these people, not at the lake. I was working in my garden, listening to you all. So, well, I appreciate that. Um, Thanks, Kathy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, thank you, Jenna, for for the what you the role you've taken in the Republican Party. So, uh, just my, we follow for many years, and I just I think the Republican Party has, I'm sorry, but the candidates they've finally decided on for governorship of have not personally. I think I knew right away, like in when for uh, when the Jens or John, uh, Jeff Johnson ran against uh, Dayton, when they picked him over Dave Thompson. There was a guy that, a liberal that used to call into a conservative station in the morning. He said, you know, we would have been worried if it would have been uh, Dave Thompson, but Mm. we're not worried about Jeff Johnson. Mm. And to that point, too, about a month before uh, I worked with like a lot of, you know, 20, 30 year olds, about a month before the election, when we were talking about, you know, voting or whatever, they didn't even know who was running against Dayton. They, there was no, I mean, I just thought his campaign, and we watch for that stuff. I even thought, where is he? he? He's too meek. He needs to get out there and fight. And then also in this past one, 
with Jensen, I mean, I agree with Scott Jensen on a lot of things, but I knew when they picked him over Kendall Qualls, who I'm in the district where he was against Dean Phillips. Oh, sure. But he yep. ran a fantastic campaign. Love Kendall. I was, mm-hmm. he, yeah, he's great. And he was so well-spoken. And I think, like, he would have had, I think, a much better chance than also to the point of the the relentless bombarding of the abortion message, which was just sickening um, to me because I'm a pro-lifer. I've created abortion clinics and such like that. But they didn't counter it with anything. And they should have gone to the people who've been in the fight, even in Minnesota for decades, like Pro-Life Action Ministries and MCCL. And after the election, Brian Gibson on his little radio show on Saturdays, he went over Point, I mean, the mistakes that were made in the messaging by the Republicans that we ended up this way. And I thought, oh, my gosh, if they would have just countered all the uh, they weren't really, you know, how they don't really lie, but they put in, you know, phrase it. So people are scared. And and that, no, they, they lied. Didn't, <laughs> uh, let's just let's just call it what lie. it is. They did. They did. Yeah. Yes. OK, they lied. Yeah. <laughs> and. And, you know, and I've made my calls. Of course, the life issue is huge for me. I'm also Catholic, too, and all in on that. But uh, I've made my calls and and, uh, and uh, message to my people in the legislature. They don't even get a return, nothing. And they don't they don't care, I don't think. You know, when I hear uh, the guy from the Minnesota, the American Experiment, and kind right. of telling us, giving us a rundown sometimes. I mean, it's just so frustrating. And then... Uh, even in the paper today, they uh, said how they uh, had such a fruitful, you know, session. And for Minnesotans, well, no, half the state isn't agreeing. I, we have family in outstate Minnesota. I tell you, everyone's like, no, they're actually mad at the cities. They're like, those people in the cities kind of categorize <laughs> everybody because it's so densely blue that it ruins yeah. it for the rest of the state. So, but again, thank you for working for the Republican Party. And please, I just, I'll let them know more what I think. <laughs> but when they pick a governor, they just haven't had the best candidate. And nothing against Scott Jensen, I, but the messaging, and of course they have the media, but really the messaging I think could have been a lot stronger because we watch it in my family. We watch that stuff. And I thought, where is he countering this? And you, they, they left it, the abortion thing out, but they found out they need to hit that head on. And then also in the media, they didn't get the message across about all how horrible uh, the uh, it's a free for all, an abortion free for all right. in Minnesota. And I know people who work at the pregnancy resource centers, and they're already um, seeing an influx of women just coming in for checks from other states. Meaning, maybe they're going to go down the street and get an abortion, but they can get a you know the free ultrasound from them. We're trying to convince them not to do that so it's just and then plus they say they already think too where they just suspect a lot more trafficking they can't they only have such a short time when they do their intake but that's really going to be a problem yeah a lot of unintended consequences that's for sure kathy yeah we appreciate the call so much kathy thank you so much for listening and uh for your passion and your uh, contributions to this uh, crazy world of politics so uh, we appreciate your commitment kathy hang in there so we appreciate it Uh, One final segment on the broadcast with uh, Republican Party of Minnesota Secretary Jenna Dix. Back again, one final segment with me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. AM1280, The Patriot. From Lakeville to Lake Superior and Champlin to Chile, we're where you are. We are Intelligent Radio. Listen anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Are you or a loved one struggling with drug or alcohol use? Maybe you're not sure if it's addiction or if treatment's needed. If so, you're not alone. According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, 19.3 million people aged 18 or older had a substance use disorder in the past year. Hazelden Betty Ford offers a free confidential assessment. Inpatient, outpatient, and virtual options are available. It's time to take back your life. Hazelden Betty Ford can help. This message sponsored by Hazelden Betty Ford, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. 
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something. Something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. The Patriot is proud to air the Pledge of Allegiance every weekday morning. If you're a veteran, current service member, or a first responder, we would like to honor your service by having you recite the pledge. If you're interested, please call us today and we'll book a time for you to visit our studios. The number is 651-289-4410. That's 651-289-4410. Then join us for the pledge each weekday morning at 730 been putting off vacation plans because you can't bear to be away from this station great news you can listen to this radio station whenever you want wherever you want any way you want download this radio station's app on your apple or android device and your smartphone becomes your radio prefer apps like TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or odyssey.com you can find our station there as well got a smart speaker like amazon echo or google home just say our name and ask it to play this station we're always on it's as simple as this alexa play the patriot minneapolis there is no faster way to understand the issues of our day than listening to the Dinesh D'Souza podcast. Every day on the Salem Podcast Network. Hear intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Just say, play the Patriot Minneapolis. trying to have a personal conversation here again. This radio stuff gets in the way. <laughs> Anyways, back to business, back to business. One final segment in studio. Jenna Dix again, Secretary of the Republican Party of Minnesota. Jenna, we appreciate you stopping by today. We're here for the whole hour. I, I, just, I figure we just wing it and all of a sudden, whole hour's almost done. So it this is great. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you giving me this space today and it, it got me away for nap time. My uh, husband had to deal with that. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> We're a full service operation here. There so we, we go. appreciate it. So, uh, you know, we've alluded to a couple of times uh, the PSEO uh, situation. Uh, I'll read a little bit from Alpha News story. Crown College, University of Northwestern, along with concerned parents, filed a lawsuit in federal court Wednesday against Governor Tim Walls. The lawsuit was filed regarding legislation that excludes schools with a statement of faith from participating in the post-secondary enrollment options, or PSEO, program, which allows Minnesota high school students to earn college credits for free. I'll uh, kind of scroll down here. Um, the This lawsuit is one of the numerous legal challenges we can expect as a result of the extreme laws passed by Minnesota Democrats this year, despite constitutional concerns, said Representative Harry Niska, friend of the broadcast, and my state representative, by the way. Uh, During a House floor debate, Democrats admitted they were targeting certain colleges based on their religious beliefs. We explain why this law is clearly unconstitutional based on recent Supreme Court cases. But Democrats disregarded the facts and proceeded to enact this legislation. I kind of talked a lot about on this broadcast throughout the legislative uh, session. It was almost as if the DFL majority was just throwing things against the wall, see what sticks. And the mindset was, they can't sue us for everything, so (laughs) let's just try to get as much as we can into statute. And if they can't sue us for everything, hey, we'll consider those a win. And if some of that gets shot down, oh, well, we tried. And uh, there's always next session. So, Agenda X, you being a parent, and you had indicated that perhaps your daughter is interested in the PSEO program. This is something that obviously Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've been paying rapt attention to. Oh, absolutely. And the whole throwing it at the wall, I was talking to your friend Jack Tomziak about that, and that's definitely how... (laughs) I'm kidding. He's he's one of us now, so we... Um, How the DFL, that's exactly what they did. Let's throw it at the wall, see what sticks. And we're over here, like, calculated. Let's... Every piece has to be so 
perfect, which I respect that. That's how my personality is. But with the PSEO thing that they threw at the wall, and unfortunately right now it's sticking, Mm. it definitely impacted us because, um, so we had allowed, not allowed, I mean, my daughter, my bonus daughter, she's 15. She was in the public school still, wanted to be there. Her friends were there. Okay. My mom heart, not super thrilled with that, but I'm not going to say, hey, I'm pulling you away from everyone you love. The day she came and said, I think I want to leave. Mm-hmm. That was a happy day. Looking at the option of PSEO as a homeschool student then, and the school she wants to go to, she can't go on campus anymore, mm. thanks to this new legislation. And right. it, that's awful. These kids should be able to have those options. And the fact that it just feels like Christianity as a whole is being targeted when it comes to the education piece. Right. And these are accredited schools. They just, yeah. you know, they just have a faith statement Agreed. that you have to, to sign on. And uh, um, a friend of the broadcast, Rob Doris, Senior Vice President with the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, also mm-hmm. a constitutional law, self-described constitutional law nerd. This is Rob's <laughs> description, not mine. You know, he made a, he made a very good site, a case, uh, a precedent for this, Espinosa versus Montana Department of Revenue, where it talks about a state need not subsidize private education, but... yeah. Once a state decides to do so, it cannot disqualify some private schools solely because they are religious. So once the state here has decided to allow private schools to be a part of the PSEO program, they can't, you know, it's right there in the Constitution. You can't uh, discriminate uh, based on religion and the free exercise thereof. And where people get confused, they say, oh, separation of church and state. Well, that means the government can't, uh, they can't mandate a state religion. Correct. They're not doing that. This is this is, this a is choice. completely backwards. Yeah, there yeah. are a lot of options here, and there are some kids that are looking to go to these accredited universities that are more than willing to sign the statement yep. of faith. So uh, I'm no legal person, but a lot of legal experts that I listen to indicate that this one seems to be pretty much a slam dunk. You never take anything for granted, but uh, this is something we're going to keep an eye Fingers upon. Are well, we got about a minute to go uh, in this uh, in the broadcast, Jenna. I know that uh, you kind of put together on your uh, podcast uh, was a video uh, clip of kind of a self help kind of navigating parents or helping them understand. What has come down through this legislative session? Exactly, yeah. So it's on my podcast. It's also, I have a political YouTube, Jenna Dix MN. But um, either either platform, I just did a video directed at moms directly of what just went down with this session. How is it going to impact us? Because like I was telling you off air, this was a whirlwind for even people like us who are nerds and try to pay attention. People that are kind of heads in the sand or, hey, I'm really busy. I have three kids and my life is crazy in itself. They can't pay attention to all that. So just a quick breakdown of how is this going to impact you as a mom? How is this going to impact your family? So make sure to check that out because it's going to be important things that we stay aware of as we move forward in Minnesota. Fantastic. Again, uh, Minnesota Sec- or, uh, Republican Party of Minnesota Secretary Jenna Dix. Again, check out her website, jennadix.com. I've also linked to it at my blog at bradcarlson.org in the post promoting today's broadcast. Jenna went way by, went by way too quick. We'll have to have you on Absolutely. again if you're willing. But uh, we appreciate you stopping by. Thank you again. Appreciate you stepping up for the party as well. And uh, best of luck with all of your endeavors going forward. We appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Thanks for the invite. And, folks, thank you, as always, for tuning in. Have a wonderful, safe, blessed Memorial Day. Godspeed, my friends. Hi, it's Keith Hittner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your Real Estate Chalk Talk, where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hittner Sr. and Keith Hittner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hittner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HittnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. Dennis Prager here, Sue and I mean it when we say dogs are part of our family and there's nothing like their loyal companionship. So we provide them with Rough Greens, R-U-F-F, because we want them to feel healthy and be with us as long as possible. I know Charlie Kirk feels the same way. The Pragers and I couldn't agree more. I rely on my trusted furry friend, Mr. Briggs, who's an absolute machine, and he relies on me to provide what's best for him. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black has packed Rough Greens, not a dog food, but a supplement full of vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, and omega oils that Mr. Briggs absolutely needs and loves. Trying Rough Greens for your dog just makes sense. 
Greetings, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black here. I'm honored that the Pragers and Charlie trust their dog's health to Rough Green. I'm so confident that Rough Green can help your dog too that I'm offering you a free Jumpstart trial bag. Just cover the shipping. Yes, dog food is dead food, but it doesn't have to be. Go to ruffgreens.com. For 30 years, Robbinsdale Women's Center, known as RWC, is the first step for women facing unplanned or unwanted pregnancies. The majority of women they serve are seeking or considering abortion, but through their free services, including an ultrasound and parenting program, women are empowered to choose life for their babies. Last year, 279 moms gave life to their babies thanks to support they received from Robbinsdale Women's Center. That's 279 children born, enough to fill nearly six school buses. You can make a huge difference in these women's lives by giving to RWC. Your gift will bring hope and life. Robbinsdale Women's Center needs your help so more women can have the opportunity and support to choose life. For more information on RWC's life-affirming work or to donate, go to rwcinfo.org. rwcinfo.org. Robbinsdale Women's Center. Saving lives, changing lives since 1992. Make a difference today at rwcinfo.org. That's rwcinfo.org. November 2nd, 2020 marked the 100th anniversary of the first commercial radio broadcast. Guess what? We're still here, and we're bigger and better than ever. You can still listen to us over this great radio station, but now there are no limitations. Your smartphone is now your smart radio. Listen to us online, on the app, TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Odyssey.com. Your smart speaker can find us, too. With radio, there's no separation anxiety. We're always on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.